0: Welcome back to the Mobile Home Investing Lessons Podcast with your host, John Fedro. Tune in weekly. Plus, listen to past episodes designed to make you money, save you time, and give you confidence as an active mobile home investor. Now, here's your host, John Fedro.
1: Thank you, everyone. Tuning in. This is the Mobile Home Investing Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, John Fedro with mobilehomeinvesting.net and my guest today back in the co-hosting chair Stuart Pate, out of Florida. Thank you so much for being here again Stuart.
0: Thank you John, thanks for having me.
1: Heck yeah, I always enjoy you here. Uh, have a lot of laughs when you're on the microphone and uh, a lot of good mm-hmm. stories. You got started a little bit over a year ago and your story uh, is sort of unique. Uh, you moved from Pennsylvania down to Florida where you currently are in investing and mm-hmm. you You are moving to this brand new area, and that's what today's talk is going to be about. When you're moving from one area, not investing, and then moving to a brand new area, you just got there for whatever reason, and now you're starting a viable business, and I think that that's so awesome, and that's such a cool lesson that we're going to talk about today because you could essentially be dropped... Uh, not in the desert, but you could just be dropped in the middle of somewhere with civilization and you'd be able to have a viable business. Around all the 48 states, uh, you can be dropped and as long as you have a mobile home uh, market around you. As long as there are parks, you have seen parks, you've seen a mobile home on a piece of land, uh, then and you have an automobile where you can drive to more, you have the ability to do this business, or rather, to create a viable business. Because let's face it, there's only so many steps, A through Z, to build this um, business. I was In a similar situation, you moved down to Florida. I was moving from Florida out of state over to Austin, Texas, where I currently am. And I did a little bit of research beforehand, make sure that I knew that that area was gonna be um, prime for mobile home investing as well, and it was. But what I'm finding from helping folks all around the country is that literally all around the country, as long as you're not in one tiny 500 population town and then nothing else around you for an hour, you know, if that's your situation, then that might not be good. If you're in prison, that's probably a detriment. However, it, most <laughs> folks around the country, if you're in a civil, uh, uh, place with population, not a huge city by any means, and you have a vehicle where you can, again, travel to another area, you have what it takes to you know make real estate investing work. Uh, and mobile home investing as well. So this talk is gonna talk about the sort of the mindset, some of the actions, the game plan, when you're moving from, again, point A to point B, and then point B is where you'll be setting up your business. Um, I remember when I was going, the, I didn't feel nervous. I felt excited because I saw in my mind, perhaps because I've done this, but I saw in my mind what I was going to be doing, who I was going to be talking to, who I was going to be um, networking with, what I was going to do kind of day one, day one, uh, two, week one, week two, and so on. So any challenges that I perceived or that I thought I had, I sort of reframed it um, and I turned it and it was really exciting. Um, One of the first things that I whenever I, I help somebody who's getting started, whether again, they just moved to a, first pl- uh, a new place or you're just getting started in real estate. Uh, and Stuart, you can um, please agree or disagree with this, but I really want folks to be caught up with the version of themselves that got started mobile home investing a year prior. So right now, If you're just getting started what would you know if you had already been doing this business for a year well you'd have a number of deals under your belt you would have networked with folks you know realtors you know dealers parks neighborhoods you know what buyers are paying what sellers are paying who the buyers are what offers to make what to do to stay busy and effective and productive every single day so with my insights and my 10 plus years doing this, I did have sort of that library in my brain of what I was going to do. Um, Stuart, when you were moving from up north down south, what was your mindset um, that you had? uh, Nervous, anxious, um, your thoughts there.
0: Yeah, I think um, you and I share the same personality type. We're kind of on the adventurous side. We want to discover more. And uh, that's what it was really all about. Coming from up north, you know, down to Florida, it's kind of like new territory, and I'm excited to see what's down there. You know, and I'm starting this – I remember calling you. I was in Pennsylvania, and I I saw your advertisement, and I was in the process of moving to Florida. And I said, well, let me see if they have, you know, mobile homes down in Florida. I mean, Florida's littered with mobile homes. (laughs) <laughs> excuse
1: me you know it's littered but it's actually so, uh, the number uh i think it's the 10th state i don't have this pulled up it's certainly not the no- the number one state by any means um as far as population uh of mobile homes per per kappa so i thought that was kind of interesting oh. and then texas is even oh. l- lower on the list so oh wow
0: there. i didn't i didn't realize that
1: yeah i'll put the that link uh on this page some somewhere for folks listening so okay they can, cool They can see that
0: yeah, it was, it was just new territory and, you know, lo and behold, there's mobile home parks in Jacksonville. And I actually called you when I was still living in, in Pennsylvania. And I was like, look, I'm moving to Florida and I want to invest in mobile homes. And, um, you know, we agreed. I believe I spoke to you on the phone or maybe the first time I actually spoke to you on the phone was when I had moved down to, down to Florida. So anyway, it was, yeah, it was exciting. It was, um, new opportunity, uh, new ways for me to better myself better my career my knowledge of you know the real estate game my portfolio and um going back to sharing the same personality you know i think it's just wanting to see what's on the other side of the mountain you know what's what's going on over there what's what's this all about mobile home investing (laughs) let me look into this you know
1: so when you moved down here you had no experience about mobile home investing before. You knew it was sort of outside your comfort zone, but that got you excited about this. When you first came down, you didn't have... There was no apprehension. You you hit the ground running. Was that your personality, personality style? Is that because you knew uh, what to do with the training? Um, is that because you saw the potential already? And how long after you got down here was your first deal, if, if you remember that?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... I, I had a pretty good start and that's because to be honest I had nothing else to do. I mean, <laughs> I came down here and um you know, this is where I wanted to start out. I wanted to start in mobile home investing. And uh I didn't have anything else going, so what else was I gonna do, you know? So I spent all day uh watching your stuff, watching your videos, following the formula, visiting these mobile homes and uh the parks. And, um, sorry, what was the second part of that question?
1: Oh, the second part was about your first deal. How quickly after you got down here and got started. was your first deal.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I remember driving around, I was sitting all the mobile home parks, talking to managers. My first deal, I believe came within a month, one month. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, uh, a park not close to or very close to where I was living. And I went in there and I had, you know, it was kind of like some people, they go through a phase of like, they're, they're, they're defeated, you know, like the very beginning and you're like, oh man, this really isn't working that well. It's kind of like, um, you feel defeated a little bit, but then this woman, the park manager was saying, yeah, there's a seller in here. She's selling it for like 2,500 bucks. And I was like, um, you know, this is it. That's it. This is the deal. I know this is the deal. I went over there. I checked out the home. Everything looked great. Uh, the park manager had the title to the home for one reason or another. I don't really remember. But uh, <laughs> you. he had the title. These people had to move to Arkansas. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was about a month.
1: Beautiful. So, okay, so it was a month. You got that deal done? You um and I don't want to uh, uh stay on this deal too long. Um do you remember and then how long did it need repairs and how long did it take you to resell?
0: Let me think about the repairs. It did not need repairs. Um it needed a few touch-ups like the shutters were like crooked on one of the windows mm-hmm. and uh, the yard needed to be cut. Um and that's about it. I mean, there was just a few little dings to the home. It was a, I think, a 1988.
1: Oh, and that's definitely home. definitely going to have some dings to it. Do you remember how long it took you of to course. resell?
0: Yeah, to resell it was like, uh, actually, that one took me a little while. That one because the lot rent was so high in that in that park. Um, that that one took me a little while, but I eventually sold it and I, I made a profit. I sold it outright. Um, I didn't get payments on that one.
1: Nice, but. Okay. Um,
0: I def- yeah, I definitely made a small profit on that
1: one. Hey, that's all right. Profits are good. The yep. um, Let's go back to where um, I said before that to catch you up to the version of you that's been doing this a year prior. So that's where I want you to be when you sort of get started. And there, there's a method to that madness, of course. Um, the volume that you're doing, who you're talking to, uh, you know laws, you know people, you know your handymen, wholesalers, buyers, sellers, realtors. Um, so... Y- to kind of condense that all down actions speak much louder than words you said it yourself that you didn't have too much else to do and that was a really um that was a blessing excuse me a blessing for you at the time because you didn't have a lot to do and you were able to do this business full time i mean most people do have a full-time job and they still work this business and they still make it work um retired folks um folks that um just kind of get done schooling i know your situation so whatever the situation may be um, when you do have a full time that you can devote to this business that is just all the more um you know no excuses to sort of get this started so actions do speak louder than words and your no actions i'm talking about are to everyone in the real estate market that would be kind of considered in your circle of influence, and we we already <clears throat> talked about a few of them today: park managers, other investors, realers, um, dealers to a certain extent. Um, so when I first moved to Austin, that was for me sort of the sort of the um, st- not starting, but obviously when I got to a new area, had my business um, already. Working and still operating and still investing um, to some extent in Florida, and then moving to Austin, the specific actions of going to local RIA meetings. And letting folks know exactly what you do. One of the things that I love to do at almost every group meeting, every uh, real estate investors club, meetup group, whatever uh, wherever real estate investors are or realtors are, and there's a group, whether it's for coffee, whether it's a huge meeting, stand up during the pitch your property section and be a shameless promoter of mobile homes. I am John. I love mobile homes, anything mobile homes with mobile homes in parks, on land, clean. Clean, junky new old if there's a mobile home out there please here's my number here's my name again here's my number here's my name and then sit down and then do that and be a face that you remember I wrote a recent article about this topic I think it's so important because people need to know who you are yes other investors do yes park managers do I'd say one of the most important ones is sellers sellers need to know who you are and to uh, even extent, owners mobile home owners eventually we will become sellers. You and I both know, Stuart, that when a mobile home seller wants to sell their home, and let's say that they have purchased five years ago a mobile home for $20,000, over five years they've spent $4,000 in upgrades and additions, new this, new that, fixing things, and now when they sell their home five years later, they wanna get what they paid plus what they invested, so they're gonna be asking around about $25,000, give or take. Would you uh, agree or disagree with that, Stuart?
0: Yeah, abs- yeah. You're going to have some people that are put some into their mobile home and asking uh, asking too much.
1: Right. You know, and for traditional real estate, that may fly, but with mobile homes, and it's and it's a shame slash. It's definitely not ignorance. Um, it's just. N- the fact that as mobile home investors we have to be the bearers of realistic news and in most cases a mobile home seller paid 20,000 put 5,000 into it 5 years ago there's no way that they're going to sell that home for 25,000 now if they can and if the market will pay that if they can find a buyer who will pay 25 grand for that you know X home, whatever abstract home we're talking about for this example, they should get that money. No questions about that. However, most sellers will go into selling thinking, okay, well, I want what I paid. And then they put it on the market. They put it with the realtor. They put it for sale by owner. They put it on Craigslist and they wait and they wait and time goes by and they can't sell. And then they slowly come down in price. So realize that not only are you talking to like we had just talked about when i first moved to austin you first moved to florida we want ex we want to have our circle of influence out there you want to be the go-to mobile home person in your area so park managers should know you like you and trust you investors should know you like you and trust you dealers should know you like you and trust you realtors sellers, of course, people that are selling that have their hands raised. Obviously, I'm selling, help me, call me. I want to sell my mobile home. And also owners to a big extent. We don't really talk about that too much, but that's so important that owners, people that aren't even selling their mobile homes now need to know you. Not only do they have mobile home seller friends and mobile home owner friends but eventually those mobile home owners will need to sell at one point and we can assume that a mobile home owner turns seller eventually if they don't sell they're going to turn into a a middle and then a high priority seller so at that point we you know typically take action and be able to purchase their home um, if they can sell in the meantime that's great Um, But that's just so important to understand that when you go into a new area, it's not just a kind of dipping your big toe into the water experience. It's a jump in. I mean, you never had to pull the deal, the uh, trigger on any of these deals, Stuart, but you did because you knew the deals were solid. You knew they were profitable. You knew the seller wanted to sell a buyer would buy and you'd be able to facilitate the, the transaction. So you know, it's all you. You came to Florida and you made this happen. Nobody else um, can take. Come credits. on, John.
0: I got I to give you some credit, John. <laughs> it wasn't all me. Come on.
1: And it's this is useless without bashful. you doing. <laughs> the, <laughs> without you doing the work.
0: But excellent.
1: That's um, yeah. I, I can get passionate about this topic because I've seen. Uh, it can seem it can be it can seem like such an overwhelming wall that you're ahead of. And yeah. most of the folks that are listening right now to us, they're not moving They're They've been where they're going to be and they're going to stay there. And but that's you know, if you've never invested in mobile homes, then you can underst it's the exact same. Well, I have no I And if you've never lived in a mobile home or been to a mobile home park, the pe- You know, someone listening to this may be thinking, I don't even know what a mobile home is, where I can go find one, where the nearest park is. I've heard of them. I've seen them on TV. But yeah. uh, so anyway, I think that this was such a crucial um, and important talk. And I really want to thank you for being here again. Again, thanks for having me. Excellent. Thank you so much for being here. All right. Bye, everyone.
0: The ideas and advice given in today's episode are for entertainment purposes only. If you have future ideas or questions for upcoming episodes, please email us at support at mobilehomeinvesting.net. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, the biggest compliment you can give is to like and share this podcast with your friends.